Kieran has many skills I lack. He's great at drawing, really good and creative at design, and he's a slightly better baseball player than me. But his skill or trait, which I am most envious of, and which you really cannot do without if you want to make beautiful fine furniture, is patience. I remember watching him work on his mitre pencil box last fall, spending days cutting out tiny veneer diamonds of different wood species, then fitting them together with exacting precision. That kind of patience requires a confidence in your own skill and a certainty that the project you're working on will eventually become something wonderful, no matter how disjointed and even painful the process of making it appears to be. I think patience and confidence are inseparable twins, just like their evil doppelgangers, impatience and self-doubt. I find myself hurrying through projects because I'm afraid. Afraid of what they'll look like. Afraid that I won't be able to put all the pieces together in the right way. Then there's Kieran, who will calmly and precisely work to achieve the vision in his head, unperturbed by time's passing and tranquil in the knowledge that the more patient he is, the more beautiful the object he's trying to create will be. Kieran works with his material, not against it. It's a much more elegant and natural way to approach woodworking, and probably life in general. The world needs more of that. Here's my interview with Kieran Waters. Kieran! Joel. You ready for this? I think so. Good. <laughs> How's your day? Yeah, not bad. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah. What'd you do today? What have I done? Recut some pieces. So that was fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, just doing rail work and trying to fit everything together, you know. Base looks nice. Yeah. Bent lamb looks good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looks great. No, I'm like, yeah, blown away by the result. So what was your background before fine furniture? Professional or educational? What'd you do with your life uh, 11 months ago? 11 months ago, I was, I just got back from Lake Louise Ski Resort. Nice. Yeah. Did a season there, snowboarding. Then, uh, yeah, before that, I was on oil rigs. Before that, I was a mover, piano mover. Uh, it's good for your back. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's still there. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, it's, yeah, not a very lasting career for sure. Yeah. Did you have any trade or artistic experience before you joined the program? A little bit. My mom is a pretty big artist. She went to art school and all that mm. stuff. What art school for what? Um, just fine arts. I'm pretty sure I actually don't know exactly what it was for, but, yeah. um, yeah, no, she was, uh, she did a bunch of prints and stuff Good. for her like capstone project. Does she still make art? Now and then. Definitely not so much. Yeah. Um, did you grow up with her talking about art or? Yeah, she was pretty, she, she got me involved in it like pretty early on. How like, did I you was, get you involved in it? Uh, just drawing, like just encouragement yeah. with it, you know? Um, like I was actually, yeah, I really liked drawing when I was little and then kind of, it just got really tedious. Cause like the drawings that I want to do are like, you know, stills, like, uh, not a portrait, but like, uh, 
like basically copying an image to the best of my ability. Yeah. And yeah, no, it would take three months kind of thing. So I haven't done it. Haven't done it in a few years. But Why? I, yeah, just the, I don't know. Yeah. I, cause like, I'm not bad at it. I definitely. I've so got why haven't cool you been, stuff. why haven't you been doing it? I just kind of lost touch with the, definitely lost touch with drawing, but like, no, yeah, honestly, I don't know the, I guess the career baseball, you know, the athletics, all the, you know, working, like I've been working almost full time since I was like 15 kind of thing, you know, when I can, um, yeah, just, just kind of didn't have the time for it anymore, but now and then like i'd say the last drawing i did was probably two years ago and it was like a little deer skull oh wow yeah it's pretty cool but why did you enroll in fine furniture another funny one my uh and it, yeah it was my mom again actually because i didn't know what i was gonna do when i got back from lake louise and then uh yeah started working at phillips brewery mm -hmm. over the summer and then towards the end of the summer, like my mom started talking to me and she was like, Hey, I found this program. You know, you took woodworking back in grade nine, whatever. You really liked it. And, uh, yeah. So she's just like, yeah, take this fine friend. You never know what's going to happen. Maybe you really enjoy it, whatever. So it's like, all right, that's a good idea. So it was all her really. Um, but I applied probably a month before school started this year. So it was like early August, I applied for the course and then like thinking there's absolutely no way I'm getting into it this year. Um, so fully preparing to, to do it come next year. And then, yeah, like two weeks after I applied, I get a phone call from the registrar and they're like, Hey, we got a spot. <laughs> do you want to go? Were you happy? Yeah, I was pretty happy. Yeah, it was definitely. But why, I mean, why fine furniture? You could have enrolled in all sorts of different things. You could have done welding. You could have done, yeah. you know, glass work. You could have done pipe trades. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Some about, some about the wood, you know. What like about it? Probably grade nine. Um, I did a little bit in grade eight, but grade nine was really the only woodworking experience I ever had. And then, uh, yeah, no, like I made a chair and it actually is pretty nice chair and so i kind of figured i'd be all right at it typically yeah good with yeah just crafts in general you know i got the patience right that's the main thing how uh do you feel about the pipe trades <laughs> i think they're a great group of guys over there you know we give them <laughs> shit we give them a hard time but uh yeah no i'm sure they got some good guys over there <laughs> What kind of relationships or friendships have you made in the program? Some really good ones, yeah, and some hopefully lasting ones, you know, like, uh, yeah, Lawrence moved in with me there for a little bit, and uh, yeah, so yeah, no, spent spent a lot what of am I, time. chopped liver? <laughs> I'm getting to you, I'm, I'm getting to you. <laughs> yeah, no, Lawrence and I spent a lot of time together, like, you know, spent eight hours of school and then go home and hang out, yeah, so uh, that was a... Uh, I'm sure that's a lasting friendship. And then, you know, I'm, I'm your, your, your permanent house sitter, right? <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Official. <laughs> it's yeah, a good gig. Yeah. I mean, it's not a bad gig. It's really not. You know, it's really not. It's, there's, there's worse gifts to have than a uh, line on the couch petting my dog. Yeah. 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 Moving. 
Exactly. I mean, would you rather be moving <laughs> <Yeah>. a piano? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> what has been your best experience in the class so far? And by experience, a lecture, a, a, a particular class period, a demo, a project, you know, whatever, however you define experience. Yeah. Whew. Uh, probably just being absolutely humble day in and day out <laughs> by uh yeah just the craft itself and how how close to perfection you know that like everyone strives for obviously but how extremely difficult it is to actually mm -hmm. get there and you know doing like yeah everything this is kind of something that i've uh kind of lived by throughout the course is just everything is intentional mm -hmm. you know every you're taking off the tiny like half a mil everything is intentional down to the half mil kind of thing so yeah i don't know just just learning uh yeah just getting better over the like throughout the 10 months has been it's been really cool it's been yeah, a good experience it's it's nice to see that you're still young mm -hmm. uh, the older you get the less you have that experience so that's right. i agree with you it's really valuable yeah yeah what's been your most frustrating or dispiriting experience so far and again define experience however you want yeah uh yeah like the obviously messing up making a bad cut or something that's never a good time <laughs> that's happened a few times <laughs> any anything in particular that you can think of though um well, like I said, I was redoing the rails today. So that was, uh, I mean, that was more of a design flaw. And so going back and like, that's the other thing. Like, it's not even, you know, doing, you know, maybe you make a wrong cut, but turns out, or you even, you make a right cut, turns out it just doesn't work and you have yeah. to, you're, you know, you're back to the drawing board. That's not, I wouldn't say that that's frustrating though. That's just kind of, you know, just goes with it. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Some of the, some of the homework assignments weren't great. That essay wasn't very fun. <laughs> really? Yeah. I'm just never, not a, just not a big fan of writing, to be honest. What's been your best experience? I actually already asked you that. What has I, been I, the I experience that could has... have another answer? Well, so maybe th yeah. this might work too. Yeah. What is the experience that's affected you the most, whether positively or negatively? But, okay. you know, 20 years from now, we're sitting around drinking beer. Yeah. What's the thing you're going to remember as having the longest lasting impact on you? I'd say probably the, was it the first, the second box assignment really? that we did? Uh, veneer box that yeah. I made. Oh, just that's right. How, like, yeah. it took me two weeks longer than everyone else to finish the box. But it was beautiful. But, yeah, and it So why did you, so, so, out. so, obviously, this, uh, this is audio. Yeah. Describe that box for people right. listening, and then, because I, I do remember that box really well. Yeah. And explain why so early in the program you decided to and i think importantly had the confidence to <laughs> right. make something that intricate yeah uh well to be honest i uh, we were at ids west and then yeah i was at a coffee shop with peter and lawrence and went to the bathroom and there was that exact design 
on like the tiles on the floor. So yeah, there's, that's where that came from. Um, why did you, how did you have the confidence to yeah, try right. something like that, that early in the game? Because I mean, my confidence, I'm just starting to build confidence you know, right. in nine months. Right. And you had the confidence to try that, you know, on week six or week seven. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I would like, you know, obviously testing myself, seeing what I could, if I could pull it off, um, you know, and it's like the patience thing. Like I, I don't really doubt myself too much when it comes to like crafts, like doesn't really matter what it is like even metal you know metal metal work like art drawing you know painting even to, to an extent um yeah i don't know just kind of just kind of had it my whole life and yeah so i get the confidence to describe what it looked like yeah okay so it was uh it was a keyed mitered box um out of i think it was pine and then the lid like slid in through some grooves. Anyways, it's like a pencil box. Um, and the, so it was basically the, the pattern, the veneered pattern on top was three diamonds that connected um, in the middle. So it's, I think it's like what, a hexagon? Uh -huh. um, yeah, and so basically it looks like a 3D cube out of three diamonds kind of hard to explain but did all the diamonds out of different uh wood so then they all had different shades to them and it kind of gave it that 3d effect um and yeah no it just it yeah it worked out really well like the the hardest part for sure was just getting the consistency in those diamonds that i had to cut and then but yeah as soon as i had that done it was pretty much it was yeah. beautiful it yeah. was it was beautiful <laughs> thank you thank you what do form and function mean to you has our class changed how you think about those concepts yeah totally yeah um well i got uh just barely passed on the form um sorry the function assignment that we had because i i handed in a very nice piece of u log <laughs> i remember <laughs> that wasn't wasn't uh, exceptionally functional it had a little bit of form going on but uh yeah no i i definitely think form plays a big part in in or has played a big part in my designs this year like more so form over function with me anyways um just because i kind of i don't know i've got got a bit of creativity that was actually a big thing um, for me coming into this course, cause I did not think I was a very creative person, but you said that you've always felt secure being crafty, but that was reproducing what other people have already done. Mm. So not necessarily like, you know, all my drawings, um, were literally just copying an image off the internet. Um, not like tracing it. I was, you know, hand drawing the whole thing, but, um, yeah, there was never any creativity in my drawings and then you know i'd try to get creative and it would just be like oh what is this <laughs> you know this is not this is not the same artist you know um but yeah no coming into here there was yeah it was very eye-opening you know like even the the 20 chair share that was like all straight off the head and there's you know 
talking to people and they're like, oh yeah, I just looked up some chairs, <laughs> which is totally fine. But yeah, no, it was just a really good, um, yeah, thing for me to discover. So that's sort of the lead into my next question, which okay. is how, how has this program changed the way you feel about art? Right. Uh, yeah, that, that's definitely a big one is just kind of having the, you know, not only the confidence in, in my ability, but the confidence in the, the, my creative side as well. Um, was it when you made the bookends that you finally started to feel a little more confident in your creativity? Yeah, it was, it was like not super early on. Um, but yeah, yeah. Like I think the, the bookends were the first kind of design what gave Projects. you the confidence to try and be creative? Was it something Sandra said? Was it just the assignment itself, being in the shop? Because you've had, I mean, yeah. whether you're drawing or whatever you're doing, you've had plenty of opportunity to be creative in the past. So why right. did you take right. the leap in October or November? Uh, yeah, I guess I just wasn't uh, afraid to be, you know. I, I, why not? I think that that is like, maybe I didn't realize it, but that was a big thing that I wanted to get out of this course was just kind of seeing what I could do. But why, why did you decide you weren't afraid when you decided? Yeah, I don't know. Just, uh, the, um, desire to find out, uh, you know, what I could and could not do. And then, so maybe it wasn't confidence. It was just curiosity. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. How do you define art? That's a good question. <laughs> uh, yeah, it can be anything, you know, like obviously you look at someone like Dustin and you're like, okay, that guy knows what's up. He's an artist. He's done, you know, many different, uh, you know, uh, what's the word? Medium. Mediums. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't really know where I was going with that, but the, yeah, it's, it's anything, you know, it can even be, um, like a reproduction of something, you know, <laughs> to me, that's still art, you know, if you're for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah. The, the, uh, yeah. Like even, even like copying something that someone's already done, but doing it in a, like not making a mockery of it you know not just doing it to do it kind of thing you know you're putting just effort into creating something i don't know time and effort that's kind of i got no problem with time <laughs> it's the effort that's the, the william william morris defined art as the pleasure people take in their labor okay what do you think of that definition yeah that's pretty good that is a pretty good, uh, yeah, I'd agree with that. You agree with that? Yeah, totally. Are art and craft affected by economics and politics? Definitely. Yeah. How so? Well, from, you know, from my, in my personal opinion, the, the, the biggest, uh, I don't know, the most unfortunate thing about woodworking is the initial costs of just getting everything going. Mm. Like for me as a 25 year old, 
I don't have money saved up. I don't have I don't have the funds to just you know. You don't have three thousand for a table saw. Exactly. Two thousand for you know, a planer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got maybe a grand in my name, man. But yeah, it's not going to get me much. Give <laughs> me a nice set of chisels. Yeah, that's true. And you can do a lot with chisels. Do a lot with sure. chisels. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but then you know it's like it's all handwork. It's going to mm -hmm. take you a long time. And then you got to charge more for your stuff and, you know, finding a people to buy for that price is no easy task. And so, yeah, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. It, it is a little discouraging. Like if I, if I could find $40,000 tomorrow, you know, I would, uh, I'd be a pretty happy man when I'd start shop, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's just the yeah the, the the money side of things. What would you make with that forty grand? Let's say let's say I gave you that forty grand. Yeah, and you you can't start a shop, but you got to make something, right? And you don't have to worry about environmental constraints. You know, okay. yeah. if you want to use the world's most expensive and rare wood, you can without feeling guilty about it. Right. What right. would you make? That is a good question. Yeah. Maybe another box. <laughs> no, uh, no, I would, I would, I would branch out a little bit like the furniture, like, you know, a box is, is it's super satisfying to do. It's not too, it doesn't take too long. Um, but like, you know, this cabinet right here, something like that, who knows how long that took, but it is so much more, it's like worth the time investment for me, you know, like stepping out with that as the result is yeah far more worth it than getting yeah i don't know doing like some some shitty yeah some shitty miter box that takes you three hours i would i would much rather put three to four months into something crazy some custom piece of you know cabinet whatever it might be but yeah like working with the client and really honing in on what they want and uh yeah just making them happy that's the biggest part i guess but also you know it's a lot easier to make something that you can get behind mm -hmm. yourself um so yeah yeah meeting the just yeah coming to an agreement with the customer on something nice that you both like and then yeah yeah, really getting after it. If I asked you to make something sacred to you, and you can define sacred any way you want. You know, some people, it's religious. Yeah. Some people, they're atheists, but, yeah, you know, their home is sacred or a cup is sacred or a relationship is sacred. Right. If I asked you to make something sacred to you, what would you make? Uh, you know, right now? Probably with all of the just ups and downs of this chair. <laughs> <laughs> You'd finish the chair. <laughs> I would, yeah, yeah. Or or yeah, make another chair. Just just <laughs> just chairs alone. Yeah. I'd say like I've gained so much more respect for for a chair. Yeah. Like there's a ridiculous amount that goes into it that it's I It's really unbelievable. Yeah, I had no yeah, idea. Yeah, they were like, so complicated. Yeah, yeah. Like even just the, you know, you gotta the the height of it where your knees hang off yeah. where your knees bend that is calculated where your butt rests at the back and like you know how high that is off the ground everything you know everything's intentional like i was saying that's just yeah it's crazy there's yep. 
a lot that goes into them. Yep. And for that reason, yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd consider a chair pretty sacred. You only have three tools. <laughs> the big question that everyone stresses about. You <laughs> yeah. only have three tools, woodworking tools that you can use for the rest of your life. Yeah. What are those three tools? To be honest, I haven't, I haven't put a lot of thought into this, but chisel, chisels for sure, number one. Um, probably a table saw. Um, table saw, chisels, bands. Okay. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I think I can get most things done. Get a lot done with yeah. this. Yeah. No planer, no jointer. No. Uh, how are you going to make it flat? Chisel, table saw, <laughs> table saw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i keep seeing these videos on youtube i haven't watched any about yeah. these table saw tricks that supposedly you can use to plane oh, yeah. and joint wood and i don't know if i buy it but right right i mean you, you can do you can do a lot of stuff you can do a lot of stuff with a table saw yeah. it's pretty amazing yeah jigs and fixtures or whatnot yeah what sensual memory from the shop will stay with you the longest sight to smell or yeah. sound probably uh get my hand plane dialed in uh, that yeah. very first time to where i you know i was getting those like paper thin strips yeah it's just so nice to see yeah i have yet to experience that I'm sure it's lovely <laughs> right, right. <laughs> what do you think of sandra and beth oh awesome yeah wouldn't wouldn't rather it any other way yeah, Sandra is a, uh, like, I don't even, yeah, I don't even know. Like, how much of her brain have we not picked, you know? Like, how much other information, and it's been 10 months of just constant information, and she's still got so much more knowledge. It's crazy. And then, yeah, Beth just holding down the fort, keeping everything going, and yeah, yeah, no, it's been awesome. Yeah, like, ask Beth, or just mention something. She's got it fixed the next day, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So the, between the two of them, like it's a lot of work. Um, but yeah, no, I think they're doing really well. Do you think Beth has spent 25% of her time or 35% of her time fixing shit that she broke? <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> of all of the things in the class, <laughs> uh, let's say 22. 22% of her time fixing stuff yeah, that she yeah, broke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. All right, I'll yeah, take 22. Not quite a quarter of the things. Uh, <laughs> final question is not really a question, but okay. what would you like to add? What haven't we talked about that's important to you about right. your experience in the class, what you've gotten from the class? Yeah. Just, you know, anything you've been thinking about and I just haven't asked the right question to get it out of you. Right. Well, you know, to be honest, I haven't given this interview a whole lot of thought. Oh, just doing it thanks. off the top. Appreciate yeah, it. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, keeping it El Natural. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, well, I mean, give a huge thank you. I don't know if they'll ever hear it, but to Sandra and Beth, um, huge thank you to everyone else in the class for being so awesome, so friendly, and you know, welcoming. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Hey, that works. Yeah, yeah. We'll keep it there. Kieran, my friend, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Thank you, Joel.